Drum roll, everybody. <laughs> it is me, Brian Delise, and I thank you guys for joining me on my first episode of, I guess we're calling this with Brian Delise. And I'm just joking. Obviously, we're calling it with Brian Delise because I've already gotten my Twitter, my Facebook page, my Instagram, my YouTube channel. I had it all set up even before my first episode. So I'm very proud of myself for doing that. I'm patting myself on the back. I'm really excited about this. I mean, I don't really have like any huge dreams about it. It's just something that I always wanted to do in one shape or fashion. Uh, goes back to me being in college back in undergrad, I had a radio show. And that's kind of like where this name came from with Brian Delise, I guess. I was doing a radio show and it was called As Real As It Gets with Brian Delise. And I was going to just keep that name, but then I just was like, man, it's just really long. It's like a mouthful. So I decided to get in to shorten that, I guess, a little bit. And I just came up with Brian Delise because as I kept talking about well, what am I going to talk about? I decided that I'm going to talk about whatever it is that I want to talk about. You know, I read a lot of books. I watch a lot of movies. I watch a lot of TV. I definitely read the news and listen to the news and watch some, you know, pretty good opinion news channels. So I really just wanted with Brian Elise, I mean, there's a dot, dot, dot in front of that because I really want it to be open. I want the show to be open to anything really that I may experience or want to react to. And that's really the purpose for this is for me to just have an outlet to react to things that I encounter, whether it be people, whether it be topics. So yeah, that's really, I guess that's a good way to start talking. When I did my radio show, there was usually another person in the studio. And right now I'm just sitting at my desk in my apartment. It's about four o'clock in the afternoon here in Atlanta. And it's a sunny day after a treacherous weather that we had yesterday. So yeah, that's with Brian Delise. So I figured that'd be a good good first episode just to do some random ramblings and tell you guys a little bit about myself. I do have some mental notes of things that I do want to hit. And one of them is just a big thank you to my really good friend, Janae Hatcher, and her soon-to-be husband, present fiance, Fabrice Alsay, because... She was telling me about a podcast that they have together called, I believe it's Fifth and Main. I probably have it wrong. I got it wrong last time, but I believe it's Fifth and Main. And she was telling me how they use this lovely website called Anchor.fm to make their podcast. And it's really cool and simple and sweet. So I was very thankful for that information because as soon as she told me that, I was like, I want to do a podcast. I really wanted to do one for a really long time and I'm getting ready to finish my master's degree in business administration. So I really didn't have a lot of time to really devote to it. But when she told me about Anchor, I found myself doing some research because I literally had like GarageBand installed on my computer. I had this other podcast software and I was like, not understanding how this is all going to work. And I was going to be like, watch YouTube videos on how to do it. And it probably wouldn't have 
just delayed me maybe about a couple months. So I'm still in school. I'm working full time. So when she told me about this website, I was just so relieved. There's such a sense of confirmation. I guess I take it as a power of suggestion. And my friend Janae is always good at that. Just the power of just a, a little nudge, a little bit of suggestion. So I'm here talking now going on almost five minutes of how I'm doing this intro episode. I did my thank yous. I told you guys a little bit about the name. And I guess I can share a little bit of myself and my background and the things that I really do enjoy and what I hope to accomplish with the podcast. You know, I just turned 30 June 15, 2019. So I am in a little bit of a crossroads right now, and I'm just trying to do things that bring me joy, try new things, be a little bit more courageous. So part of me doing this podcast is just to get back to that fun, imaginative world that I used to live in and want to kind of get back to just really, truly believing that anything you want in life, you can just really achieve if you continue to just press your goals and just put the work behind the faith. It's gotten me to where I'm at today, and I'm pretty proud of the things that I've accomplished, you know, always making sure I'm running my own race, nobody else's. I think that's really important to me. So that's really a little bit about my background, I guess, and how we're here. I guess one of the things that I really wanted to talk about is um, for the year. It's an intro episode. So I think it's important for people to understand where this, where my mind is when it comes to doing these podcasts or these episodes, there was this lovely lady, I think her name was Allie Edwards, and she came up with this one little word campaign a couple years ago, maybe maybe 2006, I think. I'm not 100% sure, but it's basically you choose one word in the beginning of the year, and through school I had a coach, so she was basically telling me, you have to, um, I want you to find one little word that's going to basically be that word that you focus on and react to um, this year. So I thought about it a lot, talked it over with some of my friends and I landed on intentional. And I guess that's really my word for 2020 is intentional. So for all the two listeners that are listening, if you haven't picked your one little word, I really hope you do pick a word, share it with me. And I'd definitely be very happy to hear Um, Through Anchor, you can do voice notes where you can share your one little word, send it back to me, and um, I can play it on the podcast and we can see how things go and just discuss it in greater detail. So my word is intentional. I think the reason that I chose it is because I want to make sure that whatever I do this year, I'm very intentional about it and not necessarily be 100% prepared because sometimes preparation you prepare and then you never do what you set out to do. So it's just intentional. If I say I'm going to do an intro podcast and just do it and just talk, my intent is to do that, get it done. So it's just about doing things and continuing on kind of like last year. Last year, I did not have a little word, but last year, I really focused on just being present and doing things that I wanted to do. So if I wanted to do something great, if I didn't want to do it, even better, but just being okay with saying yes or no 
and then and appreciating the response and the reaction that comes with that. So if I didn't want to go out with my friends at night, just having the strength and the courage to say, no, I'm not going out tonight, whether they gave me heck for it or not, or whether I did want to go out and no one wanted to go, I would go out by myself. So yeah, I guess that is a continuation of my 2019 is just as I'm turning 30, I'm doing a whole bunch of things and I just want to be intentional about my next steps in life. So yeah, one little word. If you have one, shoot it at me really quick. You can follow me on Twitter uh, with Brian Delise and that's Brian with a Y on Instagram with Brian Delise. I actually had removed my Instagram. I deleted my previous account. So I have like zero followers. No, I have one follower um, actually in uh, tmg.events, which is one of my good friends that I do special events for. So you can follow me on Instagram, follow me on Twitter. I don't have anything on YouTube, so you don't have to subscribe yet. But if I'll upload a new video or anything like that, um, I'll definitely let you guys know when to go over to YouTube. But right now, I'm definitely probably posting more on, on Twitter, Instagram, and um, and I do have a Facebook page. It's with Brian Delise. So pretty consistent with Brian Delise. Um, so you can find me on those platforms currently. And I should be posting more contents, questions, thoughts. Um, if I'm thinking about something and I can't get to the microphone, I still want to express those things in the moment. I can't say that my podcasts are going to be very long right now. They are probably just going to be as long as I can talk or have something to say. I guess that's a good thing because if you're in between meetings or headed somewhere and you're not really going to be in the car for an hour, you can kind of get to it really quickly and hopefully it puts a smile on your face. I've been told I have a very soothing voice and sometimes I've been told I have a very annoying voice. So we'll see which side you lie on. I definitely want to talk about the books that I'm reading. My first Instagram post, uh, Twitter post, and Facebook post is about a really great book that I've been reading. It's also been a very controversial book, so I'm very excited to finish it. I'm about halfway done with it. It's called American Dirt, and it's by Janine Cummins. I think it's Cummins. I can't tell you how her last name's pronounced, but the book is posted on my social media. It was actually a gift from my best friend's fiance. And I was, you know, initially I was interested in the book. Then I started reading all the articles about all this controversy. And I'm like, I am not reading this book. I just kind of was like, I don't know. You know, I was almost also a little, someone may see me at Starbucks or Panera with the book in my hand or reading it. And like, the world is so polarized. I'm Puerto Rican, so I'm Latino. I definitely, I'm an ally. But I just, I was like, okay, I'm not going to get this book anymore. I was kind of like shamed from getting it. And it's kind of sad that, that we live in a world where people have to think what buying a book is going to result in for them. But nonetheless, I got the book as a gift. So I'm very, I wouldn't say I'm religious, but I'm definitely spiritual. So I definitely took that as a sign that it was for me to read this book. 
I took it and I was excited about it because I really wanted to read it, but it's almost like I didn't want to buy it, you know, I didn't want to be shunned. So I got the book from Fabrice and I started reading it the next day at the airport and got through about 10 chapters of it. And now I'm about another 10 chapters in and I'm following the reading guide that Oprah posted. Oprah's been getting a lot of pushback between her and Gail this past week. Hasn't been a good start for them in 2020, but but I'm definitely trying to read this book with an open mind. And it sucks. I wish I didn't read. I didn't read too much of the articles, just enough to get a gist of it. But people feel very strongly about this author and her uh, writing the story. So I don't want to really talk too much about what I think until I finish the book. So far, I'm enjoying the book. I guess that's what I can honestly say if I'm going to be truthful and intentional with my words and my reaction. I'm enjoying the book. It's a page turner. I definitely can relate to the main character. Her name is Lydia. She is a mother and she's basically on the run with her son, Lucas. And um, basically, um, uh, spoiler alert, the book opens up with Lydia's family getting massacred by the cartel, one of the cartels in Acapulco. And from then on, she's on the run, her and her son. She's just trying to stay alive and get from Mexico to the U.S. to be with her extended family and get away from the cartel. So that's where I'm at with the book. I guess I, I don't want to say too much until I, I finish it because it can be starting off good. And then sometimes when you finish the book, you're like, what the heck was that? So I'm going to reserve my full judgment for the book. All I can say is up to the about 19, 18 chapters that I've read, it's good. And I'm excited to finish it and kind of see then what, what where I lie on the book. But those are kind of the things that I really like to talk about. Society is kind of talking about and, and making statements on. So American Dirt is a book that's been causing a lot of controversy. And I really want to read it and hear a little more what, what other people think about the book. So I'm hoping that it does. I'm hoping that I still feel the same way that I'm feeling now once I'm done with the book. But if not, it's OK. So, yeah, talking about books talking about um, current events, politics, things like that. I, I watch The View faithfully every night. I watch it on Hulu and it's one of my favorite shows. So you will get probably like my take on The View from time to time, especially when there's a really good disagreement between like Meghan McCain and everybody else. Um, I love Meghan McCain. I'm not a Republican, but I do love her. I think she's great. And I think she speaks to a lot of us in in terms of frustration and just being pragmatic and looking at things, rose colored glasses, she's just um, a truth teller. And I don't necessarily always agree with what she's saying, but she's saying what people are thinking. So she's one of my favorites on the show. I remember when she first joined The View, she was replacing, I think, Jedediah Beale. And I love Jedediah. She was a libertarian. And if you don't watch the view, you can fast forward through this part. But this is just me talking about things that I like. And I was like, I'm not going to like her. I don't think I'm. And it's like every time I say I'm not going to like a view of you co-hosts, it's like they become my favorite. So I love Megan McCain. Obviously, I love Sunny Hostin and Whoopi and Joy. And, you know, I've been watching this show since I was no lie, like 11 years old. So I've grown up with it as a part of my and a lot of the way I think has been shaped by those women. So one of my goals is to go on the show. I've tried to get tickets before and I've never been able to get tickets to see The View. But 
you will hear some view recaps, especially if they have a good week where they're going at it. You know, it's it's really um, I like to sign sound off on it and talk about where they went wrong. Where can they hear each other better? So, yeah, you'll hear some view, some view dialogue. I also watch some reality shows, a.k.a. The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Um, one of my favorite shows, I've watched it since season one. So, you know, I can't help it. I, even when I say I'm not going to watch it anymore, the new season comes, the trailer drops. I'm like, man, they get me every time. So definitely we'll hear a lot of um, Real Housewives talk, especially if it's a really good episode. Just my commentary on it, what I really feel. I, to me, it's more of a comedy. Like, I, I don't take it seriously, but we all know people that are these characters, you know, some of them are real, but some of these people, you know, someone who's a Porsche, you know, someone who's a candy or, you know, somebody, um, same with like Real Housewives in New Jersey. I love that show too. There's a couple of Real Housewives franchise now that I think about that I do watch. I watch Jersey. I watch Dallas. Okay. I'm obsessed. I watch New York. I watch Atlanta. I'm trying to think if I'm missing any Potomac, duh. I'm watching Potomac and um, I'm team Monique. She won me over. I wasn't completely sold on Monique, but I am team Monique. I am ready to basically root for her this upcoming season. Um, no shade to Candace, but I like Monique. And if we're choosing sides, I'm choosing Monique. I love her family. And so, yeah, those are, see, I keep going into these circles. I'm like, oh, what am I going to talk about? And here I am talking 20 minutes to you guys about um, everything from books to The View to Real Housewives. And it's so bad because, you know, you'd be like, I'm not going to watch this this year. But Megan McCain says that it's good escapism. You kind of get when you're watching these debates and stuff, especially this year, you're able to kind of get, you know, Bravo's a, a good <laughs> escapism. You know, people have their thoughts about the whole housewives thing, but I just take it for what it is. I don't try to like live it or breathe it or inhale it. And, you know, there's a lot of people here, especially in Atlanta, that are chasing that feverishly, trying to be a housewife or trying to be a socialite. So it's pretty interesting to see how people get sucked up into it. I just watch it and laugh and go about my life, but not other people, especially if you if you ever come visit Atlanta, you'll see. Um, from the fashions to the way people talk. It's just so um, funny to see, you know. Definitely you'll hear me talk about TV, film. I love film. I, I go to the movies, you know. I do watch movies in the theater. And I watch everything from independent films that no one's ever heard of to films that are, you know, blockbusters like Bad Boys um, and one of my favorite movies of last year, which is The Last Black Man in San Francisco. I've been telling my friend Janae to watch it. So if she's listening, Janae, please watch The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Um, Moonlight, things like that. I, I really love film. I love cinematography. I love shows, but I'm not on there watching a show so I can talk to you guys about it. I'm just going to talk to you about things that I like, that I enjoy. And um, that's really my goal is to react to things that I encounter, whether it be a TV show, whether it be an ad somewhere or a commercial. It's just my reaction to it through dialogue and communication and um, being intentional. Um, going back to one one little word, being, being intentional about communicating that reaction to you guys so you guys can really 
understand what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling, and hopefully um, we can talk about it. I, I think a big part of me doing this is hopefully to have people that listen to it and react and, and give me their insight in a way that's positive. You know, I, I feel like people don't talk anymore. People like don't like what you say and immediately want to like throw daggers at you. So I'm hoping that through my delivery and through my intention that people can see that if I don't agree with you or you don't agree with me, we can talk about it and have a really good discussion about it. So I'm very excited about what I'm going to be doing here, which right now is just sitting down at my computer desk, talking into a mic by my computer alone. Um, (laughs) But I'm hoping that people interact and ask questions and just give feedback and um, I may post questions. I may post things on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram and look for responses. And I know like in the very beginning, it's going to be very dry because I have no followers. I'm nothing. So I'm really just starting from scratch. But that's the way that I wanted to do it. I really wanted this to happen organically. And whether I have one listener or five or 10 I really wanted this to be an experience in which I grow, I get better at it, and I learn stuff along the way. So I'm 23 minutes in, and I think that this is a good place to stop. If anybody is listening out there in the world, please definitely give me your one little word. You can visit my Instagram with Brian Delise. You can tweet me at with Brian Delise, or you can go on the Facebook page, which is with Brian Delise. I mean, yeah, we can talk, you know, about books with me, about movies with me, about TV with me. And yeah, I'm very excited about it. And again, thank you to anchor.fm. You're going to hear a nice little banner from them at the end. And thank you to Janae and Fabrice. And I can't wait to see you guys next month. Maybe we'll do an episode when you guys visit and talk about current events or talking about wedding planning, because I know you guys are in the thick of it. So thank you everyone for listening. And until next time, you've been listening to with Brian Delise. So the first book I want to tell you guys about is called American Dirt, written by Janine Cummins, and it was part of Oprah's book club pick, and I think the month of January or February, January, I think. It was a great story, and before I get into this, I just want to thank Fabrice and Janae for gifting me the book. Um, when I went to visit them in California. First, let's start with what I liked about the book. I love the character development. She did a really good job developing the characters in the story. I felt like I knew some of them. I really empathized with the characters. I wondered about their stories. I was able to relate to some of them and I felt like some of them are people that I've encountered throughout my life. So she did a really good job with character development. Um, Setting the stage, I mean, from the very first page, she did an awesome job just capturing you into the story. 
and basically what I will say is for me the the first chapter is like either do or die um I think not to get off track that was probably one of the toughest things that I had about um the last Oprah's book club pick that I read which was the water dancer it was very hard for me to get into um because that first sentence in that book was very very long and it was just a tough it was tough to get through it this book American Dirt I mean from the very first page you're in it she does a really great job of just capturing your attention and wanting to know what the heck is going to happen next um, with the characters in the story so she did a really good job on that um, understanding the challenges of migrants that are trying to get to the US um, I really like that about the book the way that she basically told the story and um, the amount of research and detail in the book about that about the travel experience for migrants it was just heartbreaking and you know being Latino being Puerto Rican I take I feel like sometimes I take my citizenship for granted um, so it was definitely um, a really great opportunity to understand what my fellow Latinos go through who are undocumented and don't have the right to citizenship like I do being Puerto Rican so that you know her ability to get me to see that I thought was really good about the book there's some things that I didn't like about the book and I would like to start off with the fact that it lent to stereotypes about drug cartels and I get it it's a book a non-fic it's a, a fiction book I'm sorry it's a non it's a fiction book it's a story so she has the right to write whatever story she wants to but the fact that the main character falls in love with a guy who's in charge of the drug cartel in Acapulco I didn't like that part I feel like I, the romanticism I wasn't crazy about and that was a little unsettling because I think the story could have been compelling if she would still would have been as compelling as it was if if that element wasn't there um so yeah I did not like that about the book and that was challenging to get through at points but overall I think that the book was great there was a lot of controversy about this book and you can research um, on your own in Google American Dirt and read about the controversy but what I can say that overall the story was great um, I don't feel by reading the book that this 
struggle is glamorized in any way. I think it is a pretty raw account of what it takes to to come into the U.S. from Mexico, regardless of the situation, of what people are fleeing. Uh, so I really enjoyed that about the book. And if someone wants to understand a little bit more about that experience, then this is a really good book to read and also be captivated and entertained because it does tell a good, compelling story. Some of the themes in there um, that I that I related to and that really captured me was basically the main characters. Um, her name is Lydia. She's a bookshop owner and she lives with her husband who is a journalist and she has a young son. He's about eight years old. His name is Luca. Her husband is Sebastian. Uh, in Lydia, I saw my mom instantly. She is a loving mother who loves her child and loves her husband and definitely um, would do anything for her family. So uh, the theme of motherhood, what it means to be a mother, the decisions you have to make to mother your child and the decisions that parents make to survive, challenging experiences and trauma, I definitely can relate to that. I think it gave me a much better understanding of not just my own mother, but just being a parent and the sacrifices that you make and the fear, the fear that a parent constantly carries with them about their child. Um, cause everyone talks about how beautiful childhood is, but in a way this story really lets you know that at the end of the day, parents love their kids so much that they want the best for them. And sometimes they, parents even have to risk their life, their own child's life, um, for the greater good. So. Though those themes were very apparent in the book, I related to that because I'm very close to my mother. So the story was very compelling. Um, a little bit about the setting. It was set obviously in different parts of Mexico. A lot of it was very desert. You did you could you can see yourself in the setting. She used really great descriptive narrative to make you feel like you're on this journey with them and you kind of feel transported and I had a vivid image of what this train could look like so it was definitely a really good uh, description of just the locations and the settings in the book About the characters, the story focuses again on Lydia. She is a bookshop owner and her son, Luca, who's about eight years old, he's pretty much a kid genius. He's great with geography and 
her husband who is a journalist and her husband reports on the drug cartels in Acapulco and it turns out that because he reports on these cartels he becomes a target for them so a lot of times this family's living in fear for the beginning part of the book you get a little bit of that and spoiler alert if you read this book um, or if you're currently reading it and you're past the first page and it's not a spoiler alert but if you're planning to read the book then it is a spoiler alert spoiler alert if you're planning to read this book um, on the very first page I mean it, the book opens up with a massacre of Lydia's family she's at her niece's sweet 15 and they all pretty much get decimated. Lydia and Luca survive by hiding in the bathroom. And from then on, they're on the run. They're on the run from this cartel. Though I'm sure that this is a story of many migrants, there's also, I just feel like this, I, I, that was one of the issues that I had with the book, because maybe she could have chosen a different reason why they were on the run or, or trying to migrate. Nonetheless, I am, I mean, that would probably be the like, only thing that's annoying me about the book. Like, why did A, Lydia have to be a victim of, you know, a cartel's murder, but B, um, that same cartel the head of the cartel is the individual that Lydia kind of sort of has an emotional affair with. Um, I appreciated the author not making it a, a sexual or affair, but she definitely glamorized an emotional affair with this character. His name is Javier, the head of the cartel. And I did not like that. So. Those are my gripes with the book. Overall, it is a good read. Um, so, I deeply recommend, I, so I would recommend this book, especially during quarantine. We have elections coming up and usually immigration is very much front and center of presidential elections. But now with all of this corona, all this virus and COVID-19 going on, I'm not so sure that that will be front and center. So, but if you want to get a, an understanding of the challenges that migrants face to cross the border and really put a face, a human face to immigration and undocumented people and the struggle that they endure to get to the United States to a better life and this book will really help you have a sense of understanding so again the book is American Dirt by Janine Cummings and these are just my thoughts a little random a little structured unstructured 
but I just finished it and I really wanted to get my thoughts out to you guys. And hopefully you are enjoying your time in quarantine.